check. All right, Jess, what movie do we just watch? The Tomorrow War. Chris Pratt, J.K. Simmons, Yvonne Schoenberg. All right, so yeah, it just came out today on Amazon, which is kind of disappointing because I would have loved to have seen it in the movie theater. This would have been a fantastic cinema movie. Yes. Jess, what's the plot of this movie? So, time travelers arrive from 2051 to deliver an urgent message. 30 years in the future, mankind is losing a war against a deadly alien species. The only hope. For? Dot, dot, dot. 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 All right, so just just read the <laughs> description on Amazon. We don't know the rest of it. It ends with the only hope for dot, dot, dot. There's no Maybe language like, is more? Clicking? Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. The only hope for... Survival is soldiers and civilians to be transported to the future and join the fight. Determined to save the world for his daughter, Dan Forrester teams up with a brilliant scientist and his estranged father to rewrite the planet's fate. Why do you think he went by Dan, his middle name? I assumed his father's name was also James and he was like estranged from his... But we never really get into that. Maybe we did, maybe we did. I mean, basically, the movie starts off and they're having a big party to watch a soccer game, which is completely un- unrelatable. unrelatable. Like, Wait, are they? <laughs> I mean, I thought America? it was just a Christmas party at first, which was totally right. fine. It was December. It's that's great. And then all of a sudden, it's well, because in the trailer, I thought they were watching a football game, like an American football game, because December. Because I'm thinking in the trailer, okay, if you were time traveling to a moment to get the most attention. You transport to like a playoff Super or Super Bowl, or yeah. yeah. But that's just not the case. Soccer. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Chris Pratt, I mean, he is a science teacher, which is pretty cool. Um, but he's also ex-military, which means he knows how to fight. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of makes that convenient. It does solves that so, problem real quick. It's very interesting because without giving too much away, I mean, within the first like three minutes, the time travelers arrive at the game and say, "Hey, we need you to fight." We're basically dying in the future. You're going to have to fight. Sorry. And then it, it transports like a year later, right? Because they say within 11 months. Yeah. The So this was a two-hour and 20-minute long movie. So I'm already trying to think back to like the first few it minutes. It felt like a long like... time ago. But we do know the way time travel works in this movie is. Point A to point B. Point B. And it's always years. moving. As in, if in the future... It's two months later. They're transporting people to two months later from 2021. Like, it's, like, moving right. in that time. You can't, like, time travel to 2030 or 2040. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I can go with that. Sure. They they laid down some time travel ground rules in the beginning, which I appreciate. So there's not a whole slew of, well, what if they did this? And yeah. why can't they just do that? They did a pretty good job of solving that right away. Yeah. I mean, okay, Jess, overall, what, what's your thoughts on this movie before we get into spoilers? like Overall, I recommend. Um, this was a lot of fun. Um, a good 4th of July movie just because it reminds me of Independence Day, alien type, you know, world has to unite to fight together kind of thing. Um, there were a lot of, like, hidden messages, I think, for, like, global warming and such. <laughs> um, so that, you know, kind of factors in. I... It's tough. Like, I want to give this movie, like, an A. Um, By the end, I was feeling more like B. 
it, it was pretty good. Like, I've got some issues with it towards the end. Yeah, listen, I agree with that. It's It feels a little bit like a handful of sci-fi movies you've seen already, a couple of Tom Cruise movies. Like, Tom Cruise could have done it, but he's like, I've already done this and that. I mean, without <laughs> getting into spoilers, there's some clear, like, totally it feels like Edge of Tomorrow or The Worlds, which is not a bad thing. A little bit of Day After Tomorrow thrown in for... Yes. If you have Amazon, you got to watch it. It's... In that way, it's an A+. plus. Are you going to sign up for Amazon to watch it? Mm. Probably not. But at the same time, there's not a whole lot out right now, like big action summer movies. I mean, Fast Shocking nine, this didn't come to theaters. It's very disappointing. Um, so, I mean, overall, like, I really liked it. It should have been a lot better. Yes, by the end, it was more like a B movie. It's like a... Uh, for most of it pretty good imagine a fine piece of art hanging on the wall you get it the first day and it's looking good but then you're having spaghetti for lunch a little piece of noodles fly up there a little sauce imagine three months later it's covered there's holes in it it's gross that's kind of what this movie is it's fine art there but it's chiseled away it's like it could be fine you cut some stuff out and it would be but it's not they leave some jokes in here too long, some very convenient... Our dog is snoring. <laughs> oh, his paw's moving. All right, so the one thing is, I mean, right away, they jump ahead 11 months, and civilians are being, like, by the thousands, like, once a week, transported to the future. And they're grabbing, like, anybody they can find that's of a certain age. I mean, they, there's no time to think about it, because I'm like, I, we would just run. Just run. They, they tried that the 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 machine on his arm was gonna like, oh, yeah. get you no matter what. At one point, okay, early on, Chris Pratt gets the call, report to this Drafted. place. Yes, but he didn't know when he arrived that he was gonna be drafted. Well, he had to go through the series of tests first. Right, he had no idea, and then they slap this thing on his arm, and boom, you got to report in like twenty four hours. That gets the movie going. All right. Plot spoilers. Spoilers in general. Yeah, we're ready. Yes. Okay. There's a lot going on. Okay, so <laughs> re- since we're talking about, like, you know, he gets drafted and, like, ready to deport to the future and everything, um, right away they tell him, in seven years, you're going to die. I don't think that ever got solved. They didn't it's, tell him how. I mean, Well, they going, didn't. His daughter did. Right. The car crash. I think what they were just saying was they had... This whole picking random people of a certain age is not exactly true because they need to find people that would be dead by 2051. Otherwise, they might run into each other, like a paradox type of thing. Right. Which... Kind of hard to believe when there's less than 500,000 people in the future because these aliens have killed everyone. Yes. But right away, I mean, when he arrives at training, you immediately know he's got the sidekick guy who's going to make jokes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we don't need that. What is this? <laughs> we don't need this at all. Like, that's that's fine. Like, we don't need that. I mean, it, there are some terrifying moments in this movie. The aliens are fantastic, horrifying. I thought so. I was terrified. Yes. Definitely similar to Edge of Tomorrow, but better visually. Um you know, let's just skip ahead here, but there's a fantastic... What's the arc for Chris Pratt? Because, I mean, th- this movie does a lot of, mm-hmm. like, 
very intentional lines of dialogue that come back later. Characters that like know, oh, I know about volcanoes. Well, of course, this is coming back. <laughs> like very clear, right. this is coming back. We knew that. Chris mm. Pratt, that's that's this kind of guy. Like he gets angry, he kicks over garbage cans. You know. <laughs> By the end of the movie arc. When he comes back to his family, he's bringing the garbage can in. <laughs> yeah, he, he went was. from a guy that kicked the garbage can <laughs> to the guy that brings it in. It's so random. On set, they're filming it. Chris Pratt's like, I grabbed the garbage can. I'm grabbing the... Oh, I kicked it in the beginning. I'm grabbing it now. Insane. I mean, I, I see what they did there. <laughs> There's I, no need for that. It's fantastic. There. There's no need for that. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, okay, so let's get to the obvious. He, the whole movie takes place is building up to, like, you know, this war in the future. The last, what, like, 40 minutes, probably, take place, like, he returned to 2021. Yeah, I was surprised by that, yeah. And it, you know, about three minutes or less, like, this drastic oh my gosh like there's no way to get back to the future i've got the cure but you know i can't do anything with it oh wait this is what i'll do <laughs> like well, immediate Rowan the voice like, said like oh they're looking at the wrong time I'm like well yeah but they would have thought about this like yeah that yeah, you're not first, just gonna have like a random conversation from the future say go this we know where they, where they arrive what area search either search or you gonna be like army stations like right there yes also pretty obvious also, Danny, the whole point of they get on these snowmobiles and they're okay. Any geothermal issues, anything come up, right? Let us know. That's where the aliens are. So they're riding for a while. All of a sudden, hey, are your are your gauges acting up? This is weird. What's going on? What's going on here? What's going on around here? That was the whole point. Like that is exactly <laughs> what they were looking for. Why were they so surprised? Oh, that, no, that's true. That's good because there was. There was something else. Oh, and I was like, why did Chris Pratt ask that question? It was so There was something strange. early on. Oh, and this is like an, a, a thousand movies. The His daughter in the future is like, we need to do it to make sure. Make sure what? Win the war. Something like that. Like, it's so, like, yeah. you know what she's yes, talking about. Yes, I know about. the scene you're talking about. I forget the line exactly. <laughs> it wasn't but it that, was but it was very pointless. similar. We're like, we already know what that is. It did not advance the plot. It did not, like, reinforce the plot. It was just to try to make a dramatic line, but it wasn't even that dramatic. They're, and there's very something similar in Edge of Tomorrow with Emily Blunt saying it. Like, very similar, but just sounds better and it's not as obvious on point. Yeah. Because he knew what she was talking about. Yes. Uh, at the end, just skipping right to the end, I mean, the battle versus this last... I just, it just, what? I can't help but it reminds me of Rose. Saved you, dummy. Like, to win the war, dummy. Like, it very much was like that yes. type of line. At the end, all right, Chris Pratt and his dad, J.K. Simmons, they're on this mountain cliff, and they've slapped this monster around, gouges eyes out like I can't see. Or at some point, I don't know what's going. Either way, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry. We gotta work. They got on a that. lot to say sorry about. <laughs> I know. Just say that. Like, <laughs> say for everything. So you know he's gonna sacrifice himself. And like, I get it. Okay, I can go with this. I can go with this. Chris Pratt jumps on the back of this thing, cuts its throat. He's literally boxing this thing, punching it over and over. 
Yeah, a little problematic about that is they have these like giant tentacles that shoot out. Like I think it's it was it did not fit. It's I really think it wasn't in the original script. I hope it wasn't. I think it's a a studio move saying, no, he, this can't. It's not gonna end like that. Chris Pratt's gonna handle this. He's gonna fight this thing. It's he's the hero. He's got to fight it. The dad's not gonna take it off the cliff. He's gonna jump on this thing's back. That's what it felt like. Um, and I'm like, this is not a comedy. There, it doesn't need to be a comedy. There can be funny moments, to, like, light on the tension, but it's not, we don't need this. And that's where it is a good movie, is cut some stuff out. It was very good. That's the thing, though. I mean, like, the whole, right when he gets back to the present, the the movie drastically changed. Yeah. I mean, like, there was no, like, suspense buildup left. There was no, like, like, I wasn't, like, terrified like squeezing your hand like oh my gosh what's happening feeling was gone yeah um, it's, it's a boring setting watching the first act the first right when they get to the future immediately chaos bad things happen just like an edge of tomorrow they're like dropping out of the sky onto the beach people are dying pretty quickly yeah. and they have a new mission rescue mission that whole first act felt like the third act of the movie it was mm. fantastic so mm-hmm. intense Clear mission, do this, save the day. Boom. And it, maybe it was originally. I don't know. It certainly felt that way. Like, if I had to guess, like, the first three minutes of this movie could have been the first act between, like, the visitor. Building. They arrive at the stadium. There's so much they don't show. Like, how do people react to these time travelers just showing up? I mean, does the world believe them? What are they doing? I, I think mean, they tried to do, like, the brief newsreel clips, yeah. you know? But I agree. Like, that could have been a whole first That's what I wanted to really see. I mean... Not an 11-month jump. People leaving for the first time, like, they can't be okay with it. Like, there has to be, like... There's so much they just kind of skip over. By the time you get to the third act, they're back in present day. They're going to the ice Russia. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the government does not want to spend money to send a team up there. When they get there and find the aliens, they state the obvious, what they should do. Because there's no hurry. They know they have a good 20-some years before these aliens are loose. Mm-hmm. So they have 20 years to kill. Chris Pratt's like, I don't have time. You know, I got to do this. Save my daughter. I'm like, no, you get, what do you mean? You got two decades. <laughs> and like, okay, so maybe he's going to die in seven or eight years or whatever, but... He knows he's going to die in a car crash. Now, maybe you can't change the future. Maybe not, but just stay out of the car. Like, we'll figure this out. They're like, we can call the UN. Oh, they'll, they'll talk too, ta- too much, you know? Like, no, you're stating the obvious. Like, you right. have enough people. We right. know the aliens are going to get loose. Yeah. Something's going to go wrong. And, of course, it does. Yeah, you see your room with, like, eight of them. It's like, we got this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, wait, there's a whole colony down here. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was... When you have the potential to... The world could end right then and there, like start at the end, like 20 mm-hmm. years early. Whoopsie. Yeah, just, no, go get the army. Like, you have proof. They state we have proof we can go back. Like They have access, like they can make yes. the toxin. Everything in the movie should be, we have no other choice. We have to do this. So if they got there and, like, the initial explosion woke them up and they have no choice but like go in there and fight them cool but like when you state the obvious we have the proof let's go get the army let's kill them and then to choose not yeah, to choose with not a group to. of seven eight people including one who hid in the last war 
he hid. Yeah. He, his gun was on kind of glossed over. Safety was on. J.K. Simmons, who's, I mean, he's in his 60s at least. Um, they're not the best crew. War of the Worlds, isn't like the aliens are underground already. They're already here. Mm-hmm. Similar to that. Mm-hmm. Lots of Edge of Tomorrow references. But um, the guy on the left in the red shirt, I don't know his name, but no, red I... shirt guy. He, I mean, pretty cool characters. They have a, what are they called? The Nut Kill Crew or something or something like that. They have their own name. Like there's three or four of them. Mm. I mean, that's all we know about them. Like, Well, yeah, when Chris Pratt first arrives to like deployment or whatever, there's the red shirt guy who we learn has been like, this is his third time. Keeps going back. He wants to die this week because he has cancer, doesn't want to be sitting around. He's going to, you know, try and save the world as much as possible. But he keeps doing this. Like, he's the pro, knows what to do. Right when they land. Doesn't want to share that knowledge, though. Right. For some reason. <laughs> but I mean, he's like that guy. Like, he has all this secret. He's kind of like the Emily Blunt character of Edge of Tomorrow. Like, knows what to do. Like, he's the person you want to talk You're to. You're not worth my time. Pretty much. Rowan people land, for some reason, Dan Forrester becomes the leader, leader of the team, giving orders to him. Yeah. Like, it's amazing that he'd be okay with that. Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't, because, I mean, the daughter at that point on the radio had asked, who, who am I talking to? It wasn't like, Dan, if you're alive, you're in charge now, because she wouldn't do that. It doesn't, it's just very strange. But either way, and it's tough, there's a lot about this movie that didn't work, or they should have changed. I mean, even bringing the, the mother alien in a cage back to the one safe place Very they have. strange. But overall, I'd give it a B plus. It's on Amazon. Really enjoyed it. It's not an A-plus movie. It could have been. It could have been. I still wish I would have seen it in the theater because there was a lot of great action. Very stressful moments. I was, like, jaw-dropped a few times. And then, yeah, the I just, as soon as... He came back to the present. The movie just completely changed. You know, the the build-up, the sus- suspense wasn't there. It was just kind of like, all right, wrap it up. Like, you know, you're going to save the day. Like, how? you know, it, it, it wasn't even like a surprise of how they were going to do it. Like, it was almost too obvious. Wish there was a different ending. Yeah, it just, it felt too convenient, too easy. But I agree. I mean, this this was... I mean, a great 4th of July movie, um, very Independence Day feel, like, you know, Alien Save the World, and, um, I, I mean, I would watch it again. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it is a fun movie, some small issues. I do wish it was more, like, I don't know if we ever saw the President of the United States. No, we just, who was the... the there was the one guy, but I don't think he was, like, I think it was, like, Secretary no, he, of Defense. Like, yeah. There is that missing, because we skip 11 months ahead. There's not the, like, hey, we have to do this, people. It's just... Those, like, reaction shots. Yes. Um, when we were having audio issues a minute ago, Jess and I were talking about the convenience part of the script. Early on, the kid in his class is a volcano expert, which is so random. You know it's going to come back, and it does. Yep. Um, the whole story with the dad who abandoned him, like, it's so reinforced that he second chances, he's coming back. There's a voice over at the end saying, I'm not going to be that guy. It's like a lot like slapped in the face of the viewer, which is tough. I don't know. Yeah, it just, it, what would that be called? Like, you got to give some, like, trust that your audience will understand and, like, get yeah. the messages because 
it was just too too obvious to like who do you think like the audience for this movie is supposed to be like kids because i mean it, it felt a little juvenile at times of like this is why you know this is why we're doing this and it's like teenager sure, sci-fi yeah. but again like in we talk about this a lot but in almost every movie there's got to be like a magic necklace a special necklace this one didn't yeah. have anything though there was no magic necklace was there well, they're kind Just of Just kidding. Yeah. Come on. Of course there was. <laughs> of course there was a magic necklace. <laughs> this this tough guy with his red shirt has a necklace with a, one of the spiky things on it. And guess what? Gives a spike to Chris Pratt and says, you know, a souvenir. You know. Hmm, wonder if we're going to use that. Oh, my gosh. there's so. The more I think about it, we also talked about it when the audio wasn't working. This whole movie exists, for, at least the Chris Pratt storyline, because he got in an argument with his dad. He calls his dad up, right. and his wife's like, we got to run. And he's like, yeah, we got to run. This is stupid. We're running. I know one person who of could course. help me out in this dad situation. Goes to his dad. His dad clearly knows what he's doing. He's taken these things off, the wrist bracelets off people before. Like, he has like a new. whole box collection yeah. of them. Smart guy. He's working on Chris Pratt's bracelet. It's going well. Ready to take it off. They get in an argument. J.K. Simmons, the father's like, "Hey, you did not want me around after Vietnam. I was a different person. I had some issues. You were better off without me." Chris Pratt's like, "No, you know what? You left. You're a coward." And he so leaves. Now I'm gonna leave. So, yes, he goes. <laughs> she's like, "I'm gonna do the same thing to my kids." My kid, my wife, goes home. His wife's like getting ready to pack. And sees the brace, bracelet, bracelet, <laughs> <laughs> the race bracelet, <laughs> bracelet. Oh my gosh, it is bedtime. <laughs> she sees the bracelet on his wrist. And knows, oh, dang, you got in a fight with your dad, didn't you? Guess you're going to the future where you're probably going to die. Because that makes sense. Oh, there's so much. But actually, but- the magic necklace thing, when I started saying it for a second, I did not think there was one. I'm like, oh, yes, there is. I totally forgot. It's in every movie. It's in a lot of movies, yeah. Let's stop it with the necklaces. Yeah, and don't make it bracelets next. Like, that that's not helping it could be a thing but hey listen this was a pretty good movie overall a lot of fun good yeah a lot of fun lots lots of little you know issues but i forget the issues like if it's in theaters i would go see it again for sure there's so much great action it's tense chris pratt is fantastic i love chris pratt he's reason enough to see this movie the aliens are terrifying Love them so much. Oh, my gosh. The first scene, like, from, like, the top of the building, like, watching them, I mean, I was, like, Jurassic Park, like, scared. Like, yeah. I mean, you didn't tell me it was white. Like, they were freaky. And usually, you know, it's, like, the any scary movie, it's, like, the buildup of, like, oh, I'm only going to show part of it because, you know, the whole rest of it's not as scary as the idea of it. No. This whole thing was terrifying. The alien... I mean, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, so watch it. It's on Amazon. If you don't have Amazon, you can do a free trial, probably. Um, or just get it for a month. It's, like, 12 something a month, so it's, like, one movie ticket. One movie ticket, yeah. right. Definitely so, worth that. Yeah, so go check it out. <laughs>